I'm Richard Randall, and welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, many home sellers worry that they have to set aside money to pay capital gains taxes when they sell their home. What are some of the tax issues that home sellers must know about before putting their Colorado Springs home up for sale? Well, Richard, the good news is in 1998, we had a great law. It used to be before that, that if you made a profit on the sale of your home, if you did not reinvest it into another more expensive home, then you had to pay capital gains on the profit. And what happened were people were getting older and they were wanting to downsize, but they had to buy an even bigger home to avoid taxes, which is crazy. So in 1998, they changed the law that they basically said, if you're single or not married, or if you're married, if you're single, okay, you can profit on the sale of your primary residence as much as $250,000 tax-free. And it doesn't count as income. If you're married, you can profit as much as 500,000 tax-free, and it doesn't count as income. And the criteria for this basically is that you have to have lived in the home two of the last five years. Now, um, over the years, and and, uh, just, you know, my name is Barb Schlinker. I'm with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty Colorado. I've helped thousands of home sellers and buyers with their real estate needs. I primarily focus on helping sellers and the team works with buyers And we're doing this week in, week out. We're always selling homes and we're always talking to our clients about some of these financial decisions that are very important for them to make. So if you do occupy the home two of the last five years, chances are, even in this red hot market, you probably will not, unless you're super lucky, profit more than $500,000. So that's a good thing. And the best part of that law is you don't have to go and buy an even more expensive home. That's been another problem that used to be with the old tax law. So I do attend closings. I'm right there alongside the title closer. We go over the closing documents and the numbers and make sure that our clients understand what's going on because it's scary for them. They don't do this every single day. And um, if, if the home price is above those numbers of 250 or 500, the title company will issue what's called a 1099, which is a notification to the IRS that you you got income for something. It doesn't mean you're going to have to pay capital gains tax. It just means the price is over that amount because they don't know how much you profited. You might have paid a dollar for the house. You might have paid 450 for the house. They have no idea. But just because it's over the price point, they may still issue a 1099, but you're not going to have to worry about paying taxes on the gain if you are not married 250 or married 500. But I do recommend the year following you sell your house, make sure you have a tax professional that does your taxes. Don't use TurboTax. This form that you have to fill out when you're when you're reporting the sale and net proceeds to the IRS is rather complicated. And just so you know, I don't I I use the CPA in my world because to me it's all magic. 
I don't understand. I've never been good at accounting. I have to hire people to do that stuff for me. So, but this particular time that if you sell your house this year, make sure next year when you do your taxes, you hire a CPA or somebody that's experienced in this to handle your taxes for you. So these are the questions I'll ask you things like whether or not you've lived in it two of the last five years. Did you use the home for business purposes? Have you sold another primary residence? You can only get this exception every two years. Are you selling as a 1031 exchange? So that one is for investors. What an exchange does is it allows people that had a rental property and they're selling it to be able to roll their net net proceeds into another rental property or similar type of property without paying capital gains. And that's a whole different thing. You have to bring in a special person to handle all the money. It's not the same as selling your primary residence. If you answer no to those questions, then they don't issue a 1099. But even if you answer yes, not to worry, it's a very good chance that you probably won't be facing paying capital gains on your primary residence. Now, there are some cases where home sellers are having to sell their home in less than two years. So there are definite exceptions to the law. One of the exceptions is, let's say you get a job transfer and you have to move out of the state. Let's say your family status has changed and you either need a bigger house or a smaller house, or you have to move from a two-story to a ranch because your knees can't take the steps anymore that that's a legitimate reason to be able to sell your house in less than two years and not have to worry about capital gains. That's why it's super, super important that you talk to a tax professional whenever you're selling your home or the year after. Richard? You just gave me and the listeners a lot of information. So important. And yet I didn't know that at all. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're interested in selling or buying a home, Barb is the only person I would ever recommend. She's at 719-301-3900. And we're talking whether a home seller has to pay taxes on the profit when they sell a home. Barb Schlinker, how can sellers find out more about taxes when they sell? Well, it's really, I, you could talk to your tax professional. I've, I've had quite a few people do that. I can sort of walk you through the math in, in general terms, but I definitely would defer to, to tax people because they're, they can find more write-offs than I know how to work with. So basically the way you calculate the quote profit is you find out how much you paid for the house. So as an example, let's say you paid Two hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred thousand for the house, right? No, two hundred fifty. Let's make it simple. And you sold it for seven fifty. So your your profit could be five hundred thousand, but you can deduct off of that all of your cost of selling commission and settling up taxes, any improvements that you put into your home, and that makes up what you call the basis of your home. So what you paid for it, plus the improvements, plus your selling cost, and then you calculate it that way. So in most cases, people don't have to face it. Typically, they don't have to worry about it. There are a few examples, though, like if it was a rental property, if you have not lived in the home for two of the last five years, as long as you're a Colorado resident, they will not take any taxes 
out of the closing. But in that case, if it was solely a rental property or some kind of business property, when you file your taxes, you may have to pay capital gains in that scenario because it's not a primary resident. Now, if you are an out-of-state resident, that's a different thing. The title company will actually take 2% of the sale out of the closing. Normally, they don't take anything out of the closing with regard to either state or federal taxes. But there are two exceptions. One is if you're an out-of-state investor. The other is if you're a foreign person, if you're not a U.S. resident, then it's kind of a whole different scenario. So you definitely want to talk to the title company, talk to your tax professional when you do this. Don't take my word for it. The number one question that I get about capital gains and selling a home is, do I have to reinvest that money in my next home? Don't I have to roll it over? And the answer is no. You could go on a grand vacation. You could do whatever you want with that money. You don't have to roll it into another home. You can use it for for whatever you want. And then a lot of times I will get questions about the property taxes. So the typical selling expenses for a home seller are typically commission, settling up taxes, getting your loan paid off, and settling up homeowners association if that applies. So property taxes are typically paid a year behind. So here we are in the beginning of 2022, okay? The 2021 property taxes, those are the taxes that you pay to the county so they can do roads and libraries and whatever they're doing, right? Those taxes are not due from the previous year until this year. So most people that have a mortgage have their property taxes as part of their payment every single month. They put it up in their escrow account and the lender automatically sends it to the county. However, when you're selling a home, that money goes into your escrow account with your lender, but the title company still has to settle up the money at closing. So they're not going to tap into your escrow account. They're just going to collect the property taxes that you have not paid for the previous year and for whatever days you own the home For this current year, for this current year, they give that money to the buyer. And then the following year, the buyer has to pay taxes for the entire year of 2022. So that's kind of the way it works. Usually I have to explain it almost every closing to sellers because they're like, what's all this taxes? I paid my taxes. Yes, you did out of your escrow account, or you might have written them a check. However, those are for last year's taxes. We still have to settle up this year's taxes. So I often get that question, but it's it's usually not a big deal. Unfortunately, here in the Colorado Springs area, actually in Colorado in general, right now our property taxes are really reasonable compared to some other states like Texas and Florida and the New England states. Man, oh man, I, I hear people feeling like they hit the lotto when they hear that our property taxes aren't nearly as much as They are from other states. So if you're thinking of making a move and you'd like to find out what your home will sell for, how much you put in your pocket when it sells, what to do and what not to do to get your house ready for sale, we'd love to help you. You can give us a call at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. And if you want the easy button and the cash offer and the move when you want, you can also visit cashoffer from barb.com. Richard? 
If you want an agent who has the knowledge and experience to help you with solutions to your home sale problems, Barb is the person, and that's exactly what you want, an agent like that. Regardless of your situation or budget, Barb's team can get you ready. Barb and her team have the trade-in program where they can buy your next home first and move at the pace that you would like. To find out more, give her a call at 719-301-3900. We're going to take a short break, but when when we come back, we'll be discussing pricing a home correctly so that you make thousands more when you sell, plus some hot new listings. Stay tuned for all of that.